Hello friends, welcome back. It's episode number 10 of Stories from Journey to Nature and I'm your host Shivakumar. I know it's been um, quite a small break between the 9th and the 10th episode. It's, I think it's more than uh, almost a month now. So many things kept me busy. A few commitments in the office and um, the topic that I wanted to talk for um, the 10th episode was kind of uh, conflicting with what's really happening in our country so i was not sure whether i will go ahead and uh, really make this episode um there is nothing uh, like i would have spoken controversial but the region what i'm talking would have uh, coincided with all the sensitive thing that's going on in our country anyway back to the point uh, i'm back here uh, online uh, recording this podcast from my home office so today's episode which is the episode number 10 of stories from journey to nature i'm going to talk about how my tripod saved my life it's a quite catchy statement that i have told it's not a clickbait but um, i'm going to explain you about one bucket list trip and one bucket list species of a bird which i wanted to photograph and in an attempt to photograph that particular bird I kind of risked my own life and uh, that's exactly where my tripod came into the rescue and this is exactly the story about that. So this story dates back to September of 2009. And again, uh, most of the stories you would have uh, found that these are all from like early days of my photography. So this was during a trip to Ladakh and uh, Ladakh is like that go to place for everyone beat for photographers beats for travelers beat for people who want to do adventure travel in the form of uh, bike rides and stuff like that but ladakh is like that one happening place and this has been the case since ages and this is not like a new place but um, way back in time like it's almost like a decade ago also ladakh was something which we all look uh, look forward to and uh, more so specifically from the wildlife perspective also because ladakh is not just about um, adventure or the beautiful landscape ladakh is also very rich in uh, a very uh, very specific species of uh, mammals and birds and more so specifically about birds also now this trip was planned in september of 2009 and uh, me and my friend anu uh, had planned for this trip and there was quite a lot of preparation that we did because even before going into ladakh the first thing that people tell you is prepare yourself physically so even that holds good even now it's not that it does not hold good now but even back in the days prepare yourself physically so that you don't end up in any um, Uh, medical conditions or anything when you're there in high altitude so this the preparation almost started about 3 uh, months before the trip a lot of jogging and a lot of gym uh, treadmill and all the stuff had started and um, i personally had started taking few medication also which would help me uh, with that uh, ams and stuff like that not that i had a problem but some people had suggested to be prepared rather than uh, get into risk so i was following all the steps so we left to ladakh uh, the route was something similar to what i mentioned in the spiti trip i think in the spiti trip podcast i mentioned to you about uh, how different the spiti route was compared to the ladakh so this was this was done before the spiti trip itself so uh, we again we landed in delhi we took a overnight uh, bus to Uh, manali and um, 
we didn't stay in Manali, but instead we I think we just got freshened up. We had our breakfast and immediately we started because that was like a peak time. September, uh, October is usually the peak time, and uh, we just didn't wanted to spend too much of our time in Manali. Rather, we thought like we'll spend that extra day in Leh and get acclimatized also rather than spending in Manali. So we left uh, Manali. We crossed the ever so famous uh, Rotang Pass, and uh, it was again filled up with all uh, tourist. Uh, touristy people we didn't um, bother spending much time in the Rohatang Pass with any photography because it was like literally flooded with tourists and we just wanted to make sure that we don't end up in any kind of uh, traffic jam or anything so we just went past and our intent was to uh, hit or reach Sarchu by end of the day uh, make an overnight stay there uh, in um, I think it was a lodge where we had stayed and the next day start from Sarchu and head towards Leh so it's, it is usually a two-day trip and the people uh, don't suggest doing uh, night driving there nobody does it also so the plan was to go to Sarchu I think it was because of the traffic jam which happened uh, right after we left Manali that's when uh, uh, we got a little bit delayed but uh, we reached uh, um, Sarchu by like little bit like uh, early night kind of thing we just had our dinner and we just like we start like we'll just sit and take rest not much of a photography was done during the day because like we knew that uh, we couldn't expect much during the first part of the trip but the best part is when uh, we just decided like let's go for a small walk outside of the lodge uh, in the night and i think we stepped out at around uh, 11 o'clock if i'm right and we just stepped out of the main door and right in front of us i think we were facing east if i'm right east or southeast right in front of us was a huge um, valley or like a, a valley region and right in between that valley was this beautiful sight of the milky way galaxy it was visible to our naked eyes there was like no need to take any photographs with ihis or anything the milky way galaxy was visible to the naked eye right in front of us both of us were like taken by surprise like for me frankly it was the very first time i'm seeing milky way galaxy and that was like naked eye not that i've not seen the photographs but seeing that in a naked eye and that was like almost like we are talking about like 11 30 or 12 o'clock in the night i never expected i was not even prepared for it so that that itself surprised and immediately we both rushed back to the rooms picked up our camera came out and we started taking few pictures uh, not that we got some good pictures like the way we wanted but because the mountain had few uh, villages and settlements and things like that and there was a lot of light pollution in the foreground but uh, nevertheless the very sight of milky way galaxy was a kind of like a good omen to start this particular trip and we just like uh, we thought like okay uh, let's see what what this trip has in store for us um, we, we wound up the night show it was it didn't last for too long because the moment we realized that the light pollution is uh, causing some effect like we just um, wanted up there and we just uh, hit, hit the bed because next day morning we were supposed to start a little bit early the breakfast was supposed to be uh, on the way rather than in the lodge itself so second day started um, we were on the way to lay uh, we crossed a few um, uh, passes and all those stuff and uh, we could sense that yeah our the the atmosphere the oxygen level is slightly uh, making us react to the situation um, Anup had uh, started feeling a little bit sick even before we reached Leh itself but we were made aware of all these things uh, my good friend Driti who had actually um, he had like very long sessions with me even before I started this trip and he was the one who had organized the entire stuff the planning and where to go where to stay everything was arranged by him 
So it happened like uh, he had told like, mm, don't panic if something happens. It's just that we have to keep drinking water. You have to keep ourselves hydrated and that would kind of solve most of the issues. That's what um, he had kept us um, kind of say prepared. We reached Leh, we checked into the hotel, we called it a day, which are like, we were like quite literally tired because yeah, that uh, the oxygen level things were like literally uh, trying to act upon us. But um, the plan for the next day was to like take it very easy. The day two, rather I think day three was supposed to be like a more of like a relaxed day. Uh, nothing much of a travel was planned. And I think it was day four when we were supposed to go around Leh, uh, wherein we had planned to go to a few uh, stupas or a few monasteries and stuff like that. All in all, it started off well. I think you would have noticed now that things are going fine. Uh, nothing much of a panic situation. But as a background, what I had in my mind was, um, along with the fact that this was a bucket list trip, there is also the fact that I was very keen on um, photographing this one particular species of bird called black neck crane, which is found only in this region in India. Uh, this is not like a local species, it's a migrant species, but again, I was very, I would say, um, over-enthusiastic or uh, I would like, I was very eagerly looking forward to, first of all, see this bird because I, I'm somehow uh, kind of very attached to this crane species of birds due to the way uh, they live their lives and all those stuff and, those, and all those fascinating stories around how cranes live their life. It's not like any of those uh, smaller raptors or something. It's a huge bird and I was like very eager to look, eagerly looking forward to uh, see this bird and also photograph this bird. Things were going fine in the first half of the trip and most of the times, uh, I think I would probably say about 60 to 70% of the times when we were traveling across uh, Ladakh, uh, I was concentrating on shooting uh, the landscape because the landscape there is absolutely colorful. You, you just can't say that you went to Ladakh and you didn't click a picture because you didn't like something. It's 360 degree, you have colorful mountains and beautiful vistas. It's like you just have to see it to believe. Uh, very unlikely, like as I told you, you'll go there and you'll not come back with some beautiful images. And also there are these quirky um, BRO quotes that you find uh, everywhere across Ladakh which are uh, very funny and like very interesting like way of communicating the safety aspects to the people who ride across Leh and Ladakh. Now uh, the date is around 23rd of September. We are like I think almost uh, halfway through our trip and um, this day was supposed to be a trip to Somoriri and Sokar. So these are so actually uh, uh, refers to lake. So So Moriri is the Moriri Lake and Sokar is the Kar Lake. So our plan was to go to So Moriri, um, just uh, look out for the black neck crane or anything else that we come across, and then uh, come back and camp in Sokar. Most of the times you know, during this trip we camped instead of staying in a hotel because it was only in the lay that we had a proper accommodation rest all the places where we were uh, camping i think it was in nubra i guess we were staying in a um, properly uh, like a homestay or a uh, something similar to that but most of the other places we were camping so we had a vehicle of our own at, at our disposal which had all our camping equipment so we went to uh, somoriri i think it was almost past um, uh, afternoon that we reached there and uh, we just keep kept scanning we were kept kept on driving and we knew that uh, that uh, evening we had to come back to Sokar so we were actually also actually uh, prepared for that that we had to leave a little bit uh, early so that we can 
make sure that we reach sokar on time it happened like uh, somewhere in uh, around probably i would say 4 o'clock or 5 o'clock our guide uh, who's also um, there with us he spotted a black neck crane in the somoriri lake and this this part of the year it like you don't see much of water it's it's almost it's dried up and um, it's all like uh, soft mud or like the clay kind of mud that is there and you you can see like as far as you can there is no uh, haze or anything and during afternoon so you can see as far as you can uh, your eyes can reach and uh, this was like as i told you this was supposed to be a lake but it's all dried up because of that point of the year now our guide spotted this black neck crane uh, there was a pair of them uh, and uh, we both got down we started walking and we started to photograph it was quite far when i say far it was quite far for even the telephoto lenses that we were carrying and i knew that i should not hurry up and uh, strain myself in an attempt to photograph these birds so i was taking it easy and even anup was taking it easy we were maintaining our distance as well so that we don't uh, scare and make these birds fly away and stuff like that and while we got down uh, it was just the tripod and the telephoto lens and nothing else we carried the bags was in the uh, the jeep itself uh, while we were stalking these birds um, our guide came to us and he told like um, he'll probably uh, quickly go towards the the camping site uh, on route to the sokar and he'll check few things and he'll come back he told he'll be back in probably like half an hour or something he asked us whether yeah, we want to leave immediately or we can um, leave a little bit late so i told him like, we need some time let's see if we can get some good photographs now he left and uh, anup kind of moved down the road and he started walking towards the lake probably he was like around like 100 meters away from me i was literally walking perpendicular to the road towards the center of the lake and i could see that the birds were like right in front of me i don't know I, i couldn't gauge the distance but it was like quite far now in an excitement that i saw the birds and this is a bird that i came to uh, photograph i just forgot what i am doing uh, probably i would say i was like uh, stop thinking about what i should be doing especially when it comes to the safety and all those aspect but all that i was doing was quite literally stalking slowly walking towards the bird um probably like crouching and just just making sure that uh, i don't disturb them and these are very shy birds and there were only a pair that we could see and uh, this was the very first time also we are that we are seeing them now i i think we were, i went quite some distance uh, towards the bird the birds were still feeding there it was almost like evening as i told you they were still feeding and at one point of time i just felt something is not right and this is like mm, like a very strange feeling that you're like it's kind of like inside within you you are like in a panic situation that kind of a thing that happened and i just realized i am almost i mean as, as i told you i had almost walked quite some distance from the road and now i'm in a situation wherein i'm in the region where the soil is very moist okay and this is like literally clay this is not a sand or anything and this is not even mud this is kind of like a clay it's like a dark clay kind of uh, soil and my feet were sinking into the ground and i think by the time i realized uh, both my both my legs it, it was almost like ankle deep that it was there 
and i just like for a moment i felt like okay uh, how stupid i didn't see what is there below me i was just keeping uh, my sight in the front or on the birds and i just tried to pull my leg up uh, i think probably right leg or something and uh, it was like it it was stuck i would literally say it was stuck and i was trying to lift my leg up and i realized in an attempt i have i was putting my weight on my left leg and i am sinking much deeper on my left leg the weight or whatever the struggle that i am doing on my right leg to lift it up i, I just realized that i am pushing my left leg down and by the time i realized this uh, my left leg was almost like uh, calf deep into the soil and things were not looking good now by the time this happened i could sense that um, as my leg goes deeper into this mud it's it's more watery there i think it's still like the water content is there below the surface level and i could feel that it was cold and i could feel that um, the chill in my legs now i was just wondering what do i do so i just thought like okay let me balance it out by probably trying to lift my left leg uh, instead of right to see if that helps or if that makes things worse or anything and uh, to my um, good or bad luck it turned out to be bad because in an attempt to lift my left leg my right leg started sinking deep into the mud now things were going bad so at this point of time i just realized that okay it's not about photographing the black neck crane it's about me trying to get my leg out of this mud so even as of this point i i was just thinking about let me get out of this mud and i didn't think about what would happen next or what's happening and all um uh, i just kept my tripod which had my camera mounted on it little bit probably about um a feet or two away from me uh, i couldn't move it's just that my upper body could bend down or go back but i couldn't move my legs not even like there was no point even in bending my knees i kept my tripod and i just turned around i just realized that um, uh, yeah of course our car was not there because the driver and the guide had left to check the camping site and i couldn't even see anup because he was quite far away from me i couldn't even see him now i kept the tripod and i was just trying to th- think about what to do um i had i don't think so i'd spent too much of a time but by this time i realized i was well beyond my knee level that i had uh, got uh, pulled into the sand so this was quite literally becoming a situation wherein it this the situation was looking like a quick sign and it was trying to pull me in and any attempt that i was doing to come out of it was making my situation worse and by this time when i realized that i'm like literally uh, up to my knees down uh, in this mud this is when i started panicking okay i knew it would be very difficult for me to come out of this thing uh, by any means without any kind of help or support and uh, there is no way uh, i mean I, i couldn't see anyone else there was no other tourist or no other vehicles that were going around and even if there were vehicles there was very unlikely that they could have heard me when i had screamed and for me to realize there is a vehicle and me screaming i don't think so it would have happened there was no vehicles also and i just tried to call anup also uh, like like i just tried to shout but i don't think so he was able to hear me and this is the times when like uh there the mobile network doesn't work so and i don't think so i had my mobile in my pocket also because later it is something like you just don't bother about mobile you just switch it off and keep it in your bag and you just open it only when you're back in uh, lay city <coughs> so 
so now the situation is going bad and each passing minute i realize that i am kind of going deeper and deeper by almost like i would say like centimeter every time i think about it so that's when my heart started beating faster and and that's that's quite literally the situation when i started praying god like i was just like i i didn't know what to do i knew i was in a panic situation but i didn't know how to uh, handle this whole situation i started praying god and i just like closed my eyes and i was thinking what to do what to do and the only thing i could think of is do kind of like a baby crawl to figure out if that works but i knew that if i keep my hand down my hands would also get stuck in the mud and um, i i didn't wanted to take that risk okay and uh, i was in a cargo pant and it was quite thick cargo pant which i didn't actually worn because it's a cold weather there and i could feel that even up to my knees uh, i could sense that uh, chill and uh, coldness because of uh, the water below the surface now all that i decided i mean i don't know how it stuck to me but all that i decided was to uh, unmount my camera and lens i put it on my back i kind of like uh, collapsed my tripod to an extent that uh, i had only two sections open and uh, i just kept it flat on the ground because i could see two pebbles like about a feet or so in front of me uh, which could have um, held the weight of this particular tripod i kept it horizontally on the ground and all that it did was i just bent down kept my elbow on my tripod i mean i was just literally uh, kind of doing a plank on my tripod and i just like trying to roll in front so that my leg comes out and i i think i probably tried it for about 5 minutes and my right leg came out of the uh, mud or the, the ground and my shoe had got stuck inside but my leg i could manage to get my right leg out so i could bend my knees and i could just like put my knees in the, in the front so my left leg is still inside the mud and i was not able to get it out when i'm trying to put the pressure on my right knee i just realized that again the right knee slowly uh, right leg is kind of sinking into the mud again so somehow i just had to decide that i have to balance my whole body and i just had to retry whatever i did about a minute ago and i just did the thing i just bent forward i just kind of like went into a plank position i just literally forced myself to roll in the front and my left leg also came out and again both the cases in both the shoes got stuck deep inside uh, probably you would say about like about 2 to 1/2 or 3 feet inside the soil i didn't even bother about the shoe but the very moment i my legs came out um, i just got up picked my tripod and immediately jumped onto a small rock which was there quite close by and i just stood on top of it i didn't have any water i didn't have um, anything to like uh, drink or anything i was like i was literally tired exhausted on that last i would say about 15 20 minutes of the struggle i was just standing there and uh, i just turned back and far across uh, i could see anup and he waved his hand uh he waved to check if i got the, i mean the way we were communicating he was like he was asking if i got a photo or anything i just showed him thumbs up and i just i, I just told like come back to the road i just told him like that it was all hand sing, hand signal like that we couldn't uh, talk like i couldn't even shout because he was quite far away some i could i just uh, kept on hopping on top of the um, rocks and whatever was there and i just managed to reach the road main road where we had got down from the car uh, 
and i was sitting on one of those uh, big boulder which is there next to the road anup came towards me and he's like he was surprised looking at my situation uh, almost until my hip the pant was completely um, covered in mud that slimy or whatever the clay kind of mud it was wet and it was completely gone i didn't have my shoe and um, my tripod was all dirty my camera was all safe and clean no uh, because i i put it on my back but my tripod was quite literally like half dirty i would say but my situation was terrible he just asked me what happened and i just told him like i explained him whatever happened and uh, he he kind of like he felt bad that uh, he couldn't come to help because he was he was quite far away i just told him it's okay that i'm i've come out it's fine but um, i just told like I, i i shouldn't have done this mistake of going towards the center of the lake where the situation is supposed to be bad and by this time our uh, guide and driver also came they saw my situation and they were like sir what happened and i, I just explained him whatever happened and even they were like oh wish we were stayed back here only we could have at least helped you we could have kept an eye on you but we didn't anticipate this i just told it's okay and i we just thought like okay we'll go but the problem was uh, we were supposed to camp that night and uh, i didn't have any spare pant or shoe or nothing absolutely nothing with me all that i was wearing was like uh, probably a sweatshirt and a jacket on top of it and there was a cargo pant with and i was wearing some good quality socks and shoes now it was difficult for me to even board the uh, car and sit inside it but somehow we managed to put a lot of newspapers and some old uh, Uh, stuff that the car had which they had carried for the camping or cooking place and we put it in the front uh, seat and i just sat there keeping my legs stretched we just realized that we'll go to that um, camping place and there we'll decide what to do next so managed to go reach the camping place went out of the car um, went into this the covered place where uh, we were supposed to sleep for the night just remove the pant remove the socks and just try to make sure that i i mean by this time it had it had got dried up already already and i just put it for hanging and i just probably wrapped myself up in a um, towel for the next uh, half an hour or one hour and my socks was literally uh, not worth wearing it again so i had to dispose it off in the dustbin and unfortunately my um, spare uh, footwear was in the hotel inlay and there is nothing that i had here so i had to borrow my uh, cooks um, uh, footwear for the rest of the day rather the next day um, because like to to go back until i go i went back to uh, lay i think we reached by around afternoon if i'm right but i didn't even have a footwear and um, night i managed to wear the same pant again sleep off the following day we were supposed to go to nubra so i just had to uh, put this uh, give this uh, pant um, for dry cleaning i would say laundry uh, in the hotel itself and even the the guys at the hotel they were surprised like what have i done with my pant and i i didn't wanted to sit and explain them whatever happened but i just told them to wash and i had spare other uh, pants and footwear to use for the rest of the trip now in between all these things no we didn't get a good photograph of the black neck crane neither me nor anup got any good frames of it uh, so i just realized that in an attempt to get a good photo we had literally i mean at least i had literally risked my life i mean if i didn't tell you one thing by the time i came out 
it had it had almost become like late in the evening and it was like i mean there is no street light nothing there it's like you're in between um, mountains and it had almost become night um, and if if at all if i had not come out during that time and if i had delayed by even say like probably half an hour there is absolutely no way somebody would have figured out until next day morning as to where i was until and unless i screamed and i shouted um, giving the signal as to where i am so it was such a bad situation that uh, we had got into so even to this date if i get reminded of this incident and what time of the date happened and considering that there was no people around i i get goosebumps so this was the whole uh, horrible situation that i think uh, i would call it as that i put myself into uh, which kind of i would say that uh, which my which put my life into risk uh just because i wanted to get a good photograph of a bird that we came looking for to in this particular trip now the days went by and i think uh, we went to nubra things uh, photographically like, i mean by that time i was fine uh, my mindset was all okay but um continued the trip got some good photographs in nubra and then came back and um, we were now en route to pangong lake and uh, Pangong Lake is one of the most beautiful lakes that you find in uh, Ladakh and I think by the time when I'm recording this uh, podcast uh, situation is not so good in Pangong and that's one of the reason why probably I was refraining myself to talk anything about Pangong in my podcast but uh, I don't think so I want to also I don't want to de- describe what it is and how it is and all but it happened like uh, we were on the way to Pangong and we were supposed to reach there by I think lunch time or something and i was kind of like dozing off in the car and suddenly uh, anup woke me up uh, say like uh, he just called me like we were conversing in canada and he just told like uh, check out there is a black neck crane outside the car and i, I just actually closing my eyes itself i was just smiling because i knew i, I felt that he's um, kind of taunting me that uh, uh there is a black neck crane and i might have i'll go chasing it and i'll put myself into trouble again and i was smiling and he just literally he he pulled my uh, arm and he just tried to show me outside the window and the very moment i opened my eyes i could see that there was a pair of black neck crane hardly about some 10 or 15 feet away from our car we immediately i just i mean the guide also noticed at the same time because he heard that word black neck crane and he also stopped and he just made sure that he positioned the vehicle right uh, in the right place so that i can get a good view of the bird uh, we didn't get on of the car we shot few frames from within the uh, car itself and um, both of us like me and anup saw each other's face and it like shall we get down and go closer and we kind of like very intuitively we both smiled at each other it's like let's go for it because it was quite near and we knew that this was not a lake where it was we had not even reached pangong for that matter so we got on we took a few boulders which were there on the road side as our kind of like i would say shield we started photographing to be very honest i didn't take any risk going further closer towards the crane though it was in an open field and i i don't know whether it was a lake or whatever but Uh, we were getting good shots of uh, the bird being irritated it was an amazing light beautiful light that it was there and these birds were like uh, grazing in this open field and they were not at all bothered about us or few more tourists who were there uh, who are not really birding people but they they were also seeing that this bird and they were quite as well so they didn't disturb the bird 
so we shot enough frames of it and the thumbnail of this podcast is one of those frames that i got so it was this kind of an image that i wanted to photograph in somoriri that i went chasing this bird and i put my life into risk but i just realized that uh, within the next two days i got this bird right in front of me hardly even i just uh, hardly even walked 10 steps away from my car and i could see that the bird is there and i got some good images anyway this turned out to be a good uh, image that i have in my uh, collection that i'm really proud of and something for a very long time uh, in the last 10 um, years i had this particular photo as my wallpaper on my mobile and also on my computer for uh, quite a long time that i wanted this to be a reminder for me that don't take stupid decisions don't take um, decisions which might risk you and stuff like that at one point of time i just realized that okay uh, gone by is gone by so i just thought like okay let me not keep thinking about it even after many years of this incident happening so i stopped using this wallpaper but anyway uh, on that day we finished shooting this we went to pangong we shot some good images there came back and i think uh, the very next day was the last day in a uh, lay uh, we wound up uh, we just came back to bangalore and things were normal apparently for a lot of people who don't know this particular story um, i had not told it to many people after i came back and i had requested uh, anup also to not to share this to anyone uh, in our circle because her again i didn't wanted to get into any kind of like back to back calls and figure out why what and all those stuff but eventually uh, i had to Uh, somehow somebody got to know about it and eventually it even reached press and they called me up to ask about this particular incident and in one of the regional newspapers here in um, Karnataka it had come in as a small story wherein uh, a photographer tried to uh, for, go behind a bird and he gets stuck in a quicksand something like that they had written i probably still have a soft copy of that particular article but Uh, that is when my parents and my family members got to know that this happened anyways so it's it's all done it's it's all over now uh, so after that i don't think so i've done any kind of uh, such stupid decisions to go into a situation wherein i'm risking myself so this was one adventurous and a very a memorable story uh, that had happened during one of my uh, travel that i wanted to share i specifically kept it for the 10th episode because it kind of like a landmark episode for me and i just thought like uh, instead of telling such things in the beginning let me keep it for a uh, 10th episode so this was one of those stories from journey to nature thank you so much for listening and hope you enjoyed it um thank you once again and i'll see you guys again in the next one bye bye